Hi, I'm Leslie Ferry, the founder of Rise and the host of the Bright and Wise podcast. Let's unleash your greatness with today's topic. Welcome to the second episode of our Career Transitions and Performance Measurement Series topics. Now we're going to look at how our performance measurements change when we start to manage others. Once we've demonstrated our strategic or analytical abilities, we can get tapped to manage others, whether as a team lead or as having direct reports as a manager. Now, it's no longer, as a manager, your role is no longer about only contributing to achieving goals. It is about defining goals and enabling others to help achieve them. Our strategic thinking and planning and the performance of our team members are now our top responsibilities. We need to define plans and strategies, typically based on ambiguous information from visionary leaders. We need to decipher that information, analyze it against the data we already know about our organization and the markets we serve, and then define plans and strategies to achieve that vision. And then, of course, we need to motivate our team members to help with the achievement of those goals. In this phase of our career, our knowledge acquisition extends beyond our subject matter expertise to acquire human knowledge expertise about our team members. We need to understand them on a more personal level, know their work styles and motivations, so we can interact with each in a way that supports and encourages their performance. Although managers guide their team members' actions and contributions to goals, managers do need to start to relinquish the belief that their way of achieving things is the only way or the only path to that achievement. Understanding our team members' uniqueness and then effectively communicating in a way they understand what is to be achieved are the most important ways to ensure we do still get things done not dictating specific steps that that someone should take. And we need to create an environment where employees are not fearful of making a mistake so they can think and create freely. So the measurements as a manager includes, of course, achieving goals, but also measuring the productivity, engagement, and satisfaction of our team members. If you are a recent new manager, consider how engaged or passionate your team members seem to be about what they need to achieve. Do they appear stressed or are they excited about the challenging opportunities they're attempting to tackle? Do they come to you with ideas, seeking your guidance on if they're moving forward in the best direction? If so, you are most likely on your way to achieving what you want to accomplish. Before we close out this topic, I wanted to share the specific behaviors and skills managers should elevate to ensure their team members and their personal success. These these are going to sound simplistic on the surface, but they are deeply intertwined and they are very involved behaviors and skills. And the first one is active listening. The first benefit is that it demonstrates your respect for your team members by being present when you're engaging with them. Multitasking sends the wrong message. But the vast information and knowledge you gain when you truly actively listen to understand will be immeasurable. Next is understanding your team members' work styles, which will guide you in the way that you ensure what you communicate is well understood by each. 
Next is offering contextual feedback based on what they produce. Leveraging your team member's understanding of what is to be accomplished is is critical in order to be able to provide um, feedback if they miss the mark on what they produce. Explain how what they did missed the mark and how. This contextual feedback will lead to stronger performance in the future and enable their growth and development. But this process is also helpful to managers. While providing the feedback on how someone's performance may have missed the mark, you may discover that they actually didn't fully understand the desired outcome, which is a top responsibility of managing others, ensuring understanding by all of our team members. And then finally, it's managing in a psychologically safe environment, which requires effective self-regulation. So as you might've noticed, being an effective communicator is is critical to managing well. And here's a hint. It doesn't involve saying something once or sending a a single email. And self-regulation is strengthened when you do communicate well. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.